When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming up on episode 20 of Zero Doinks, the weather is cold outside, but the bears are white hot as they visit Lambeau this upcoming weekend following a big win over the Cowboys three-game winning streak. The Bears are alive for the number six spot in the playoffs. The boys talk about that and maybe a little bit of info about where they're going to watch the game this Sunday. Oh man, I'm at midnight right now. We will also talk about the Big Ten Minute. Where did the Gophers and the Illini end up in bowl week? We'll talk all about that. A little bit of gray balls. Review Cowboys preview. Packers, maybe. See me after class. Yep, that's going to happen. Coming up, episode 20. Zero Dykes! Zero Dykes. Zero Dykes. Zero Dykes. Zero Dykes. Oh, welcome to episode 20. Zero Dykes. Bill and Dan here. Thank you so much for listening. I hope all of you enjoyed this episode. We are so pumped as the Bears visit the Packers this week. It's It's Packers week times two. Uh, We'll talk about that in a little bit. But first, I want to know all about Dan Doink's experience in Soldier Field for the huge win that the Bears had against the Cowboys last Thursday. Dan, welcome to episode 20. First of all, can you believe that we've lasted this long. Second of all, tell me all of the deets from an incredible Thursday night. Yeah, no, I can't believe we're on 20. Holy shit. Anyone still listening to this? Whoop, already swore. No, I'm not going to do that again. That got real annoying last episode. Uh, Yeah, it feels like the Cowboys game was three weeks ago at this point. I mean, it feels so long ago. Uh, I had an incredible time pregame, Mid game, no, during it, in game, in game, there you go, and a little bit post game as well. I was lucky enough to get a ride from Rick Fieldsman down to the game. How about that? Do you think he had an actual car? No, uh, was it a tow truck? And how did he hold on to the wheel without any thumbs? He had some type of device hooked to his stubby hands um it was like a hook like you'd see like captain hook but it was a metal hook just in place of a thumb it was very awkward this it would get jammed in the steering wheel which made it a very adventurous ride uh but here's a fun fact he drives a toyota mm, mountaineer nope i don't know some type of 
Toyota SUV and the cloth on top of the ceiling was hanging down the entire ride, just rubbing that bald spot on my head the, the entire way. I think it created a little more friction, so I lost a little bit more hair. So thank you, Rick, for not fixing that. That was the least shocking news when I got into the uh, Toyota. Mm, I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a big car guy, so same. Uh, it was like uh, it was exp- it was what you would expect from a from a fieldsman. I think it had a tape deck in it. Anyway, but Rick was nice enough to pick me up very early. We made it down to Kroll's in the South Loop. Uh, very. It was not even very crowded, so that gives you an indication of how early we were there. I've met some nice cowboy fans that Rick knows somehow. Also loyal Zero Doinks listeners, which was also a treat. Uh, I, the, over this weekend, Thursday and Saturday, I met random uh, Zero Doinks peeps that I have never met in my life, but they're loyal listeners. Thank you for listening. I love it. Did you sign any autographs? Did anybody have any specific grievances that they brought to you about anything that either of us said or did over the past 19 plus episodes? Uh, I signed a lot of boobs. That's it. No, no complaints. And if you have them, I'm not listening to them. So shove them up your ass. No, thank you for listening. Don't, don't please DM us your complaints. We'll get better. Yes, Um, we will. Did you, uh, did you have a Sharpie on you when you were signing the boobs? I want to know the mechanics. Yeah, that's right. I keep a Sharpie on me at all times, an orange one, because I'm a Bears fan. So, yeah, so Kroll's pregame, I went to the game with Rory Doinks. I was pretty lathered up before we walked into Soldier Field. Um, The crowd was pretty good. It was a lot of Cowboys fans, as expected. Uh, But we we just kept the party rolling during the game. There was the, the fucking game was great. The Miller lights and hams were sliding down real easy. Did not have beggars this time around, though. I hate to I hate to fess up on that one. But I did. Rory and I both each had the buffalo chicken stacks. Are you familiar no, how how were those? Oh, I mean, he and I have texted about it no less than five times since last Thursday. So it was erotic. Did um did Rory mention that he wanted to slide down to Robinson's ribs and whatnot to yes. try to get a lucky rib sandwich? Was it yeah. considered? Did you guys think about it? Mm, we did. Uh well, it was discussed, but mostly in a joking manner because he was on that incredible streak. I think it was mentioned on the episode he was on, but um, we would ha- I think we'd have to venture far away from our seats to uh, to slap down one of those mediocre rib sandwiches. So we opted not to just roll the dice and looks like the rib sandwiches weren't the only good luck for Rory because he's a I feel like he's never seen a loss. Is that accurate? I can't remember if he told me that or that not. Might I feel be like accurate. he's undefeated. Yeah. He's on fire. So, yeah, and we'll talk about his potential inclusion on where we're going to watch the Bears Packers game. Spoiler alert. Um all right, so <laughs> how was yep. the crowd overall besides uh the Cowboys fans yeah. that you that you met and and you and Rory Doinks? How what was the the vibe in the stadium both going into the game and during the game and all that jazz? <laughs> 
Yeah, very similar to the Giants game. I feel like everyone's expectations are pretty low, so everyone was pretty chill and mellow. No one's getting worked up. Even when Mitch threw that, I mean, we'll get to it, I'm sure. When Mitch threw that interception, I feel like people are like, eh, yeah, whatever, no big deal. So it's kind of a fun way to go into the game, and the crowd's just, you know, just kind of there for fun. So uh, I, I liked, I mean, just, you know, going back, I know I was thinking today about the opening night against the Packers, and it felt, it felt like everyone was so stressed out, like from kickoff all the way through, that that's gone. I'm sure it's going to be back now that we're all talking ourselves back into the Bears making the playoffs. But the crowd overall was was pretty mellow. But there was, I mean, that was that was the best home game to be at this year for sure. So, um, yeah, the crowd was pretty upbeat. I didn't see any riffraff of random fight. I did see a video of. Bears yeah. fans beating up. Did you see that in the? I did. I saw it too. On the ramp. The, yes, on the ramp. That looked explosive, and people were like commenting, like, ah, you know, not a huge deal. I. It looked like a huge deal to me. It did. And, and did you see who commented on it? Was uh, haha, Clinton Dix. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He retweet, he like quote tweeted it, and he's like, "We always fighting" or something like that. I, I don't, I don't know. I sorry, I did. I probably didn't he's quote been... that right, but. He's been incredible on social media. I don't yeah. know if you did you see what he said with uh to a Packers fan this week too? No, no, no. Oh yeah, yeah. He he commented on something that Aaron Rodgers put out there where Rodgers like, ask me anything on Reddit or no, whatever the hell it was. And and uh and haha said something like, Well, tell me your fifteen plays for this upcoming Sunday and some <laughs> Packers fan chirped back and and haha went after the way his face looked and his wife's face. <laughs> yes. It was incredible. Oh my God. I totally missed that. No, that's fantastic. I love that guy. Stay around forever. Ha ha. Um, but no, good vibes at the game. Good vibes post game. Uh, Rory and I wrapped up uh, our evening at Cheval for a delicious burger, which made no sense. But uh but uh, I got a quick beef. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we tried to go to Flo and Santos in the South Loop immediately after the game. Went to the doors. Uh, doors? I think they just have one door. And they said, yeah, we already did last call. Immediately after the game. I love Flo and Santos. Give me that. I think it's the Marco pizza, the Italian beef uh, with Jardinier pizza. We talked about it at Kroll's and during the game. So I was very disappointed that that didn't come through. Uh, love your pierogies, but you know, have some real fucking hours. Seriously, what it was probably like ten forty-five or so. Yeah, yeah, come on, adjust it to the Bears home game on a Thursday night, you dumbasses, you stupid nerds. Uh, but yeah, great game, Bill. Thanks for asking. Absolutely, it is my pleasure to ask, and this has been one hell of a year. So that is your last bears home game um that you attended so that must have been a little bit sad but that's okay um until the playoffs until we're gonna host a playoff game somehow as a sixth seed i don't know how that's gonna work but um (laughs) the (laughs) uh i did have an additional question that i'm now forgetting good thing this isn't live um anywho (laughs) so what was the what was the vibe after the game that was my question what was the were people thinking Holy shit. Like, did it ever feel like the Bears were in jeopardy of losing that game once the Bears started scoring nope. or not really? Nope. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, it, all right. So the game starts, of course, with the Cowboys. What felt, what felt like they were, that first drive was about 
45 minutes oh, long. I mean, yeah, that was it did. that was that was an amazing drive and ends with a score. And at that time, it was kind of like, oh boy, this could be a long, long night. We get the ball back, obviously, and Mitch throws a pretty terrible interception. But I think you, maybe you and I discussed this. I, I'm cool with him throwing those type, types of interceptions, like being aggressive like that. Like, and it's, you know, we got kind of nothing to lose at this point. So you make throws like that. No, it never felt like the game was in jeopardy. The Bears control the game, offense, defense. And I, Cowboys stink. If they win that division, they, I don't know, they should let, they should let the Bears and win the NFC East, I think. We're, we're, I'm, I'm in. I mean, that is such a soggy division. There, I would love to see them go in at like seven and nine. <laughs> and then get <laughs> who would they play? I don't know. Play the Bears? The, no, that doesn't. Yeah. That wouldn't add up. <laughs> uh, Seahawks are fortunate. Probably Seahawks, yeah. right? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That could be. I don't know. Seahawks look pretty bad now too. But no, overall, it didn't. It it was like it was a fun game. It felt like the Bears. It felt like last year's Bears team where we were moving the ball. The defense looked good. Mac looked awesome. Uh, I didn't actually watch the game back, so I mean, I didn't see I didn't see Roquan's injury. That's a bummer, and maybe that was. I mean, I I, th- I think I said this to you. I think having like a torn pack has to be the coolest injury you could have. What do yeah, you think? No, you did say it to me, and I could not relate because I've never had packs. So I, so yes, I, I totally agree. Yeah, that injury. Uh, the coolest thing about that particular injury with Roquan was that he knew that there was trouble like four plays before the the drive ended, according to, I think it was either according to HaHa or Eddie Jackson. It was Eddie Jackson, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he refused to take himself out of the game. He was going to deal with it after the drive was over. I mean, that is is awesome. Roquan. Unbelievable. Kudos. Yeah. Yeah. What a badass. I mean, especially, yeah, that's a cool way to go out after his like up and down year as well. That's a bummer, but... The French, the Frenchman came in behind him and also played awesome, right? Yeah, uh, Kevin Pierre Louis, as we talked about him in, in the preseason. Yeah, he was incredible. According to our America's favorite pro football focus, he was the number one defender for the Bears. That's how he graded out. Those guys are a bunch of assholes. So that means he probably had a horrible game. So, but no, but you know, the eye test, if you will, he definitely looked good. He did. He was he was great. It sucks that he's gonna have to start the rest of the year unless somehow Trevathan comes back. There were murmurs of that early this week since he's not on IR, but I feel like he only has one arm right now. So it's hard to say. I wouldn't count on that. Bears fans. Uh, but no, um, it was awesome. So what was the any any vibe about Mitch's game when you were watching in the flesh out like after his interception? What uh, yeah. at least you and Rory Doinks did or or anybody? What was the vibe about Mitch's game? Yeah, just it, it felt weird. It was just like, wh- who is this guy? I mean, he was he's who we want him to be all year. I mean, running the ball that that run he had super sexy, that touchdown run. That was very much like the game you and I were at last year. The Patriots when he's running left, running left, running right, running right. I don't know why he just run left. I don't know. That's probably what I, it's probably what he does in his head. I'm running left. I'm running left. Oh, 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 I'm running right. I'm running right. Should I throw? Should I throw? Where's coach? I'm going to look at him. No, it, uh, he was awesome. I, I, yeah, I, I looked it up today at 63 yards rushing, which is awesome. He should be over 50 every game. 
And yeah, I don't that see- was yeah. no, I'm with you. It was it was awesome to watch on TV. I felt like I felt like a proud papa watching him. It was like he's it's like almost been seeing him, like witnessing him coming out of his haze. I don't know what the hell yeah. the problem has been. I don't even care at this point. It doesn't really matter. That shit's over. But it's like so. Hopefully he brings it, um, you know, at, at Green Bay. We'll talk about that in the next segment. But so how are you feeling overall? Now, the Bears are above 500. They obviously need some help. They need to win out, most likely, and get some help. <laughs> um, how how are you feeling as a Bears fan? Just in general, like best case, they somehow sneak into the playoffs. Worst case, they don't, but maybe have some momentum. I don't know if I believe in yeah. off-season momentum, but <laughs> but how do you feel? What what's where's your head at, Dan? I personally feel like the playoffs are still a huge stretch. Um, just they didn't get any help this weekend with the Vikings winning, the Rams even winning. Um, so I still feel like that's a total long shot, but it's it still feels like a you know kind of what I mentioned during the game. It's like a no pressure situation. You know, we just hope they. It seems like they're figuring things out. Uh, uh, you know, as they go here, as we were hoping they would. Just it's too little, too late. So I'm more of the mindset that hopefully Mitch has turned a corner. I'm not still not confident of that. I need to see it from here on out. Um, it it's like every game would be awesome to win this weekend would obviously be huge to win in in Green Bay. Getting Hicks back, I'm curious to see if that actually flips the switch again and we just get a billion sacks, get a lot of pressure on Iran Rodgers. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, every game should be fun or it could be a disaster. But to, in my eyes, it's just we're, you know, we're kind of the team maybe you don't want to play if you have a playoff spot. You know, even the Vikings last week, I, I feel like they're going to be shitting their pants even if we have nothing to play for, if they're still in the hunt for maybe seeding or something along those lines because we fucking own the Vikings. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's the same. Like, I I still I'm kind of reserved to the thought that they're not going to make the playoffs, but loved I'm loving what I'm seeing now, especially for Mitch. So, um you know what I keep going back to is I, I'm I'm super pissed about the Chargers game. Of all the games, that's the one that's sticking out to me is like that's when we fucking blew it. You know, the I look at the Raiders game, like we probably should have won that, but we probably should have lost the Denver game. So I sort of cancel those two out. Those could have gone either way. But the Chargers game, we that was a total choke job, and that's what's gonna kill us at the end. So um, I don't know. How are you feeling? Where are you at? No, I, yeah, I, I, I've been thinking about that Chargers game too, because hi, I'm a dork and uh, I do have, <laughs> I do have huge regrets about that loss. Uh, if in fact they fall short, that is definitely the game to circle. You're right. You diagnosed that perfectly. Dr. Dan Doinks. Um, I still, I mean, I bought in hard and set my heart wide open, ready to be crushed a, a few weeks ago once they actually started winning again. So, yeah. um, yeah, odds of course are way not in their favor. I think we can all intellectually acknowledge that, but the fact that they're playing relevant football in December for the second straight year is awesome. That's huge progress for this franchise, which is sad, but true. Um, they've totally, they have turned a corner I and mean, there's, there's no getting around it. Um, 
And, and I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I am, I've got my bear buzz back for sure. I feel like a lot of people have, I've been talking to a lot of people yep. hearing from a lot of people that, who I've not talked bears about in probably six weeks and they started getting excited going into last Thursday. Now they are just, they're fucking jazzed. Like everybody is believing, even though the odds are what 6% or to like three to 6%, I guess, depending who you believe um, with the bears needing help plus wins. But you know what? It's better than zero. We're not the fucking lions. So so I'm loving it. I'm loving seeing Mitch clearly being the guy at this point anyway, going into next year as the number one to to beat out. We were not thinking that a few weeks ago. Right. That's that that's big. So uh it's it's been it's it's great. Uh can't wait to talk Packers week with you in the next segment. Are we ready to transition to that, buddy? Yeah, I think we are. I think we are. Do we have some? We have a special announcement, maybe. We do. We're going to the fucking game, aren't we, Dan? Oh baby, oh baby, we're crazy, but we're doing it. But hey, we're playing with house money at this point. Their pressure's off. Let's go and win ourselves a game. But we will be there in the flesh in Green Bay, Wisconsin, Lambeau Field, Zero Doinks Road Trip. Man, we're doing it for you, fans. We are, but now we're doing it for ourselves. Yeah, pretty much. Just have a great time. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait. We're going to talk more about it next segment. See you next segment. Zerdikes. Bears. Welcome back. Zero Doinks episode 20. Follow us at Zero Doinks on Instagram and Twitter. Slide into our DMs. We want to talk to you. We want to hear from you. We love all of our fans. Thank you for sticking with us. If you're brand new to the show, you're welcome. Thank you. And we apologize. Dan, we broke some news at the end of the last segment. We are going to Green Bay, Wisconsin. You, me, Brother Dave has heard early in uh, the repertoire of Zero Doinks and maybe Rory Doinks or somebody else to be determined. We're looking for a fourth. Slide into our DMs if you want to win those tickets. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably not a great idea. Um, (laughs) Anywho, Bears Packers this week, we want to know all about the Bears and the Packers history, maybe if you've done homework, we want to know about the Packers yeah. coaching staff, whatever. Let's kick it to you. Take it over, buddy. All right. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm so pumped to go Sunday. This will be my first time to Lambeau. You and brother Dave, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, Dave worked for the Packers for a short stint, uh, which I appreciate brother Dave saying when I saw him Saturday night that he was going to look for a hookup. For someone he knows that still works the team, but he hasn't spoken to him in 13 years. <laughs> like, please BCC me onto that email because I will get a huge chuckle out of it because <laughs> there's no way that I will respond to anything besides, oh, why don't you fuck off? Uh, but you've, how many times have you been there? Just I've been few? there one time. Um, I've been there, I've been there twice, once for a game, once just randomly with my uh, uh, relatives in Wisconsin. So I've, uh, I've been on the site two times. Um, but yeah, one time to a game, Bears, Packers, Lovey's first game in Lambeau. We won, uh, Erlacher yeah. and Mike Brown had an awesome game and the fans were very nice. Uh, honestly, I still hold on to that when I, I hate the Packers so much 
and the fans are annoying. I'm sure they feel the same way about Bears fans. But my experience game day was more positive than I ever would have guessed in a million years. So hopefully we'll have the same reception, warm reception. I'm sure all of them have heard of zero doinks. So I'm sure, you know, we're going to get free (laughs) beers all morning. Slap them in our mouth. Uh, That lovey game. I was out with um, uh, Kyle doinks. I was out with him and we got super drunk. So I remember that night well, and I came home at like four in the morning on Monday morning. So that was fun. So thank you, Bill. Thank you, Lovey. Thank you, Illini. All right. So this is a real loose Packer review. Uh, I couldn't remember if I did the coaches last time around. So (laughs) I don't, (laughs) I couldn't even find my notes and God forbid, I actually go back and listen to it. I don't think I did. We weren't, we were still riding high on our own asses about how good the bears were going to be. And then Game one is kind of when it started to fall apart. So I have a, I have a few random facts here. Packers are 48, 42, and four against the Bears all time in Green Bay. So those four ties had to be real boring. I don't you remember ties in the NFL? No. I mean, I guess technically you'd still do it, but those pretty rare. Yeah, that should never happen. The Bears, like, I don't remember the Bears having a tie in my lifetime. I know, I'm sure no. it's happened, but yeah. maybe, I'll, maybe I'll catch up on that on the next segment. Segment? No, definitely not the next segment. Next episode. Jesus Christ. Too many whams so far tonight. <laughs> that was a callback. Uh, okay, so since 2008, we have only won twice at Green Bay. You mentioned, wait. What year was that? No, that was before 2008. Never mind. Um, Yeah, so that's really all I need to cover for Bears, Packers. Obviously, we know what happened last time we played them. Uh, I was doing a little research on uh, the city of Green Bay. Just curious what was going on there. And then I'll do a little coach review after this. Uh, how, what, what do you think the population is of, of Green Bay? Just give me a real rough estimate. All right, I'm going to guess uh, 100,000. Whoa, 104,000. Oh, shit. Thank you. Uh, they have a 40-year-old mayor. He's His name is Eric Genrich. Genrich. Uh, he went to University of Wisconsin, barf, yeah. and then uh, also went to UW-Milwaukee. But, I mean, he's just, he's right around our age, and he's running a, you know, a well-known town. I'm Good a little him. surprised that the mayor is not Mark Chimura. To be honest, well, a lot of skeletons in that hot tub. Uh, The Wikipedia (laughs) on Wikipedia, it notes that Green Bay is known as the toilet paper capital of the world because of the prevalence of the paper industry in the city. I would agree that you need toilet paper because your town is shit. That's right. Wipe front to back. Uh, it, it also noted that Northern Paper Company offered the first splinter-free toilet paper in the early 1930s. Were they oh. wiping their asses with wood? What yeah, does that like even bark? mean? What is good? Like that had to only be Wisconsin, right? It must have been a Wisconsin oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Just a lot of splinters in your asshole and a lot of apologies from the Northern Honey, Paper Company. I've got some cheese curds in my stool and my hands are bleeding from the toilet paper. Come here! Call the cops! That's, that's 
Jesus Christ. Call the cops. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, uh, speaking of cops, uh, it's only 40 minutes away from Manitowoc County in uh, Wisconsin, which obviously is home to making a murderer. And I'm, I think we've previously mentioned this. At least we have it private. All I could think of watching that whole documentary is all these people are Packer fans. Yep. Oh, totally. Oh, and the attorney. Oh, his sweaty uncle showed up. He was so sweaty. There's sweat DNA. Sweat, sweat, sweat. Ah, so gross. That guy. That guy is. Ugh. What was uh, his voice? Hey, hey, do you want to do you want to go to an autopsy with me? Uh, yeah, wasn't he like sexting some yeah, former witness right. or something, right? Yeah, yeah, that's Was right. That, that's yeah. right. Disgusting. Yeah, that's why I got in trouble. Okay, so I went down a, a, a Wikipedia page of notable Green Bay people, people from Green Bay. I'm going to tell you, it was a soggy list. That's not shocking, right? Uh, but one of them was Tony Bennett, the Virginia head coach. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Boring. His dad was... Wisconsin Green Bay, right? Originally, maybe I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. I don't know. Old man, Tony. Old man, Tony. He was Tony as well, right? Before he went to the Badgers. Uh, okay. Yep. Uh, the other, the other, uh, only other notable that even I gave a shit about was John Anderson, the nerdy ESPN anchor. Know him? Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Nerdy. You're right. I mean, no, yeah. Only thing to note, Wikipedia says he makes two and a half million dollars a year. Why would what? Wikipedia even have that? That's yeah. that had to be edited by John Anderson, right? Yeah, or John Lithgow. Yeah, that was really fucking weird. Two and a half million. I was, I was surprised. All right, so that's all I got. For this, I got. That's <laughs> all I have for the city of Green Bay. Uh, can't wait to see your terrible town uh, in. Wait, it's called Terrible Town. Oh, Title Town. No, it's Terrible Town now. Uh, okay, so I'll run quickly through a few coaches here. Uh, Matt LaFleur, we all know that douchebag. I'm still surprised he's doing as well as he is. That's just Aaron Rodgers, right? It feels like it's going to implode very quickly, and I'm, I'm here for it. I hope it happens Sunday. I think we're actually sitting on the Packers side. So Oh good. Um, we can we can watch Matt LaFleur's tears roll down the back of his neck. That's how many tears he's gonna have. <laughs> okay, I got a question. It wasn't on that. great at anatomy. Uh, the it was back, not great. Will it go up over his the top of his head, the tears, or Will they leak around his neck? What what are we looking yeah, at? Yeah, I think they wrap around like his headset, right? They get caught okay. a little bit and drip down from his left eardrum. I don't okay. know. Not great yeah. at science. Not a big for, research guy. For some reason, I didn't like it when you said drip down. That felt weird. Uh, or did you like it too much and you're just <laughs> trying to deny it? Maybe. Uh, okay. That sounds like something you'd say if you're from Manitowoc. Uh Matt LaFleur, his brother coaches on the 49ers staff as like a pass game coordinator. Mike, I think it was Mike LaFleur. I don't know. Get out, get out of you French bastards. Uh, okay, uh, the D coordinator. Yeah, D coordinator. Mike Pettin, right? Isn't he the D yeah. coordinator? Coached the Browns from 2014 to 2015. He was 10 and 22 as a head coach. So good job, Mike. You stink. Uh, the uh, assistant offensive line coach. You want to guess who that is? Luke Buckus, right? You yep. knew it. I knew it. Yep. yep. Uh, Dickie's nephew. 
It was Dick Correct. Butkus' birthday yesterday, Monday, I think I oh. saw. So good, good for him. Weird good jump sure. right from Illinois to uh, the Packers. That's kind of it was weird. weird. Right? Yeah, he was offensive line coach at Illinois, and then I think Lovey kind of hated him. And being that I didn't hate, it, so he he was our starting center for the Rhine Fire when I was there, and whoa, he was. He hated everybody there except for me because I was an Illini grad. Oh, and really? yeah, so he and I got along, but I thought, whoa, this guy would intimidate the fuck out of me if I was some random German and in, in Gelsenkirchen. Uh, yeah, he was that uh, he was he was kind of a badass, but I couldn't tell if it was like fake badass or real badass. OK, is, is he a badass or an asshole or both? Uh, yeah, I th- I would think he was an asshole had he not liked me. I would have said asshole. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, really nobody of note uh, else on the staff. So I'm glad I went through those really lame Green Bay stats there. Uh, Ted Thompson. I thought he was still the GM, but apparently he's not anymore. Do you know that? The, he's yeah, a special. He's like a special advisor now. Okay. Um, the new GM is Brian Gutkunst. Gutkunst? I don't know how to say it. Gutkunst. How do you think that tran? What does that translate to in German? Do you think? Grape cunts. I think that adds up. I think uh, so. But here's a fun fact about Brian Grape Cunts. His dad was the head coach of the Gophers from '85 to 1991. He wow. took over for Lou Holtz when Lou Holtz went to Notre Dame. Uh, by all accounts, on his Wikipedia page, he was terrible at Minnesota. So. Thank you, Grape, grape Cunt Senior, for being shitty. Sounds like you should be bad cunts, if you ask me. I think that sounds right. Uh, that's all I got, man. I mean, this was that was a pretty lame effort. I mean, I was I was digging through Green Bay stuff, which just was what am I doing with my life uh, to get some something saucy? And nope, nothing, nothing. Lame town. Fuck you, Packers. We'll see you oh, Sunday. See it in the flesh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, all right. So all what's right. the line to... for Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. yeah here you go. Line? You got it. So the game opened at plus seven. I looked actually after the Bears game. It was before the Packers had even played. Bears opened up at plus seven. Even after the Packer game, it, it still was at plus seven. But it has since moved to plus four and a half. So Bears getting four and a half points over under is 41. That has not changed. That feels a little low, but um, yeah, what do you like? Let's go with the four and a half since that's where it's at right yeah, now. Yeah, let's go four and a half. Uh, yeah, I uh, not surprisingly am going to bang the fuck out of the Bears right there at four and a half. It feels right. It, I, money line play. Absolute money, money line, line play. Do it. Ooh. Uh, pay yeah. off your mortgage um we'll probably get to it but if you played bears money line last week with gray balls money line <laughs> we may have an apology coming for you later on uh yeah i'm gonna go ahead and take the bears too four and a half why not division game you just can't give the red hot bears that many points on the road rivalry game in trash town uh on the year you are seven and eight by the way so you're right there i am nine five and one whoa so yeah don't fade the doinks no no 
Um, but yeah, I feel good about that. Over, I would take the over as well. We're not doing that. Let's not officially do that. No, we wouldn't. I could barely, I could barely keep track as it is. So, uh, but I, I kind of love the over. You know what? I actually love the under because final score is going to be thirty-five to three Bears. So that's just that's just what's going to happen. So bang and hump that under for like all it. orifices. Yeah, so I'm I'm pumped, Bill. I'm happy to be popping my Lambo cherry sooner rather than later. I always said I want to go to Lambo, but not during a Bears game. But this this year feels right. My my expectations are still pretty low for their their playoff hopes. Uh, the only thing that'll kill me is if they lose like with a Aaron Rodgers hail mary right at the end. That's like the only way I think that I'll probably punch it punch all of the cheese hats yeah that's that's fair hopefully that does not happen i don't think it's going to happen i think the bears are going to leave with us with a win it's going to be incredible uh, akeem hicks comes back like you oh, mentioned baby. earlier it's going to be and that is a huge thing he basically said this week that he respects aaron Rodgers, but his job is to put aaron Rodgers on his back all day yes. and he knows that he is and he got me red hot when he said that, I mean, it was so, so awesome. So let's talk briefly about those, those small bears playoff chances, right? So uh, yep. let's just, let's uh, bears three games left, right? They let's just assume they have to beat the Packers, beat the chiefs and then beat the Vikings. What they also need as a reminder to our lovely audience, in case you forgot, we need Minnesota to lose one of the next two, either at the chargers, this Sunday, they play the semi game at three o'clock yes. uh, at the Chargers. Uh, so either they lose this Sunday with a Bears win or they lose at home Monday night in week 16 against the Packers. Uh, and then we beat the Vikings week 17. So if that happened and if the Rams lose two out of three, then we are the sixth seed. The Rams are at Dallas, also a semi game this Sunday. Uh, and then the Rams are at the 49ers week 16 at home against the Chargers week 17. So uh, char- or the Rams are going to be dogs in two of those three games, actually, including the Cowboys. Vikings are going to be dogs in one of their last three, but we're going to kick their ass week 17. So, yes. yes, the hopes are slim, but if the Bears take care of business, you never know. The NFL is crazy. Keep winning, baby. Hey, uh, it's funny you mentioned that. I was looking up the uh, lines, and you said the Rams were dogs. They're actually one point favor. They're favored by oh, a point now. That's come around. It, it started it, where it, it opened at Dallas minus four, and now wow. it's Rams minus one, which is that's crazy. I mean, the Cowboys stink, but that's that's obnoxious. It is obnoxious. Um, and then and the, the Cow- yeah, if the Cowboys haven't totally quit. Then that's a stupid line, but I guess that's that's assuming that that's that's assuming a lot based off of last Thursday. Yeah, and I feel like they have quit. So, but they're in they're in the they're division leaders right now. So, um, I don't know why they would have. And the Vikings are only uh, two and a half point favorites in L.A. this week. So, you know, this is those. I don't know. I could see some weird philip rivers stuff against the vikings speaking of which we're off the subject did you see philip rivers video of him talking shit um 
No, I, I saw he was trending Jaguars. today on yeah. Twitter, but I didn't know why. I thought he either died or had another kid. I didn't know what happened. It was... <laughs> At the same time, I could see him die. That's how he's going to go, having another child. One in, one out. The, <laughs> the circle he... <laughs> of life. <laughs> see it on Disney+. Plus. Uh, he, um, yeah, his shit talking is exactly what you would expect. He's just like randomly shouting in a defensive ends here and he's just i don't know it seems like what something you would expect from like a real jesusy fella so uh sorry we got off on a tangent there we'll, we'll rein it back in bears playoffs make magic happen take care of business bears you know we're coming. I'm sure they already know. If they don't, we will be tweeting at their official handle the next few days just to let them know we will be present. Bears, we cannot wait to see you in the flesh in Green Bay. It's going to be awesome. If anybody else is going to the game, please slide into our DMs. Tell us where you're going to be, and maybe we will embrace. Let's go, baby. Bears, keep running for the number six seed. Let's go. See you next segment. Brandon Dassey. Walking around the Christmas tree. Happy holiday. I don't know the rest. The Big Ten Minutes. Episode 20. Bill and myself are back, baby. Big 10 minute. We found out where our teams are going this bowl season. Uh, my Gophers are going to the Outback Bowl to play the Auburn Tigers. I'm super fired up for it. This is this is perfect. This is perfect launching pad for what's to come for Pajay Fleck. I think that's how you say it. Pajay Fleck. I don't even know what PJ stands for. I should probably know that. What do you think it stands for? Uh, I think penis jumper. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't have it. I actually, I think you nailed it. <laughs> Sorry, that, that put my brain into a pretzel. I think you got it. Um, I've seen a lot of jokes on the internet about them playing in Tampa, uh, where there's going to be a giant boat in the stadium and that PJ is going to find a way to row it. Uh, I think most of them are meant to be hurtful jokes. So let's let's keep that to a minimum, Twitter. You know, we're, we're, we're very excited and go for land, go for town, go for Ville. I don't know. I don't care. Uh, but I'm excited. A New Year's Day bowl game that actually matters playing a good SEC team. But biggest thing of all, they're playing Thod's fucking team. So he and I can do a little shit talking and maybe have a, a wager between ourselves. I think, yeah, I think we want to wait on actually making an official pick. I, um, I want to say the line opened up at uh, Gophers plus eight. So I don't know. I don't know what to make of it, but let's not make let's not make a pick just yet. So what do you got for your Illini? Yes, the Illini are going to play on New Year's Eve Eve in San Francisco in the Red Box Bowl against Cal Cal Berkeley. Um, it's going to be awesome. I am so excited playing a Pac-12 squad. Uh, I saw a tweet today making fun of Cal because uh, there's T-shirts being made for the Redbox Bowl, and it says, 
you know, it's one of those t-shirts with both helmets on it. And, uh, you know, it says Illinois oh, yeah. helmet. It says Illinois versus, then it has Cal's helmet. And under Cal, it says Cal state. And that's great. Oh, Illinois no. versus Cal state, baby. I, I want one of those shirts so bad. Um, so oh. it's awesome. I'm so excited that Illinois is in a bowl. Brandon and all of his Peters is on schedule to be fine after his second concussion of the year. Whoops. That's not great. Yeah. Long-term. Um, Early line, and again, we're not going to make these picks yet, is Illinois plus seven, which makes sense since Cal Berkeley is right down the street, essentially. Uh, not that I expect there to be a ton of Cal fans at the Red Box Bowl, but who knows? No. I, I don't know. Actually, I don't, I don't know how Cal draws, so I, I, shouldn't, I, I shouldn't even have an opinion. I'm making it up. But anyway, it's bowl season. Things are super hot. I can't wait. Oh my God, give it to me. Postseason football. What? What is this? I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> so is this, I'm sorry if you just mentioned this, is it at the Giants stadium? Because isn't that where it no. used to be? I think so. It's at um, 49ers stadium in 49ers. Santa Clara, technically. So not okay. really San Francisco. Yeah. Okay, that's, that, that's a good bowl game. That's a good one to travel to if you have the means as an Illini fan. So let me get this straight. It's New Year's Eve Eve. So December 30th. Yes. Bingo. You Big time it. calendar guy. Uh, I think next year's a leap year, by the way. Mm. 2020. You're welcome. Calendar guy. Happy 12th birthday to people that were born. And I don't know. I, I'm not a big math guy. It might be way off. Don't get ahead of yourself. Completely way off. Um, <laughs> No, that's a good. Are you gonna go? Are you gonna go to the game? I am not. Um, I'm waiting on next year's Rose Bowl. I'm yeah. saving up. Oh, that's awkward because I'm waiting on next year's Rose Bowl as well. Oh so. shit! Uh, is there any way the Gophers and the Illini could play in in the <laughs> Rose against Bowl? each other? Yeah, that'd be <laughs> that'd be incredible. There should be. If they're interested in hot ratings and ticket sales, they would do it. They would absolutely do it. A bunch of fat, pale Midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. You know, uh, I did see something today where the Big Ten, you know, they change allegiances with bowls every few years, right? Big Ten is picking up the Las Vegas Bowl for next year. Whoa. And that is exactly where I want Illinois to be. I don't know what you need to do to get in that bowl, but I'm in. Would that be in the new Raiders oh, stadium? Maybe. Yeah, that- it could be. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Oh. <laughs> okay, so you had a big week last week. We took the uh, Ohio State game and the over-under. You hit both of them. So you're 8-8 eight and eight on the year. Parlay! And I'm 8-7-1, and one, so we're even, all, essentially. I got one stupid tie. Fresno State, I believe, Gophers. Uh, was that tie? <laughs> I just uh, whoa, whoa. How are those lungs? Okay, so. Meaty. All right, so we don't have a, we're not going to put a pick in for this week, but I got a game for you. You ready? I'm in. Michigan at Illinois tomorrow night basketball. Illini are plus one at home. Who do you like? Wow, this is really tough. Uh, Illinois was leading number three, Maryland, on the road for 39-plus minutes out of the 40 over the weekend, and they blew it at the end. I'm still a little bit depressed about it. So 
I think Illinois bounces back and they win. I'm, I'm taking Illinois plus one. How about you? What say you, Fuzzy Gopher? Uh, well, Maryland lost tonight. I don't know if you saw that. They lost to Penn State that. tonight. Yep. So, yep. Uh, they got the job done. Not your dumb Illini. Sorry, that was mean. I, I should I should say that I don't dislike Illini basketball as much as I do Illini football. I don't know why that is, but I don't I don't shake me up too much. Um, so you took the Illini plus one against what number five Michigan? Let's clarify. It's yeah. not just any Michigan team. It's number five. I mean, this feels like a sucker bet of all sucker bets, but I'll take Michigan giving one to the Illini. Uh, I actually like the Illini, but just to, just to fade your pick, I'm going to take the Wolverines. Um, why am I blanking on the coach? The old Fab Five guy. Oh, Juwan Howard. Juwan Howard. Jesus Christ. Come on, Dan. It's, okay. it's all Get right, it Dan. Um, he's doing pretty good. They, good. Oh, they just glad, had a huge uh, jump, right? Michigan, they went the like, yeah. Yeah. They went from unranked to like number five or whatever. They did. Grow up rankings, people. You guys are racist. They really <laughs> they really shouldn't do basketball rankings till like mid January. It's a waste of everybody's time, but that's all right. That's just that's just my opinion and probably Iowa Tim's opinion too, but who really gives a shit about Iowa basketball or Tim? Tim, you have an inverted penis. Hey, speaking of Iowa basketball, I don't even have to look. I would guarantee they have five white starters. Oh, what do you think? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I watched a little bit of their game at Michigan and my eyes were bleeding. Everything was so bleach white on the floor on Iowa's side. It was horrifying. Jess Settles is there for his 25th year. Yes. Big time. Uh, all right. Is uh, anything else for the Big Ten Minute this week? We're good? All right. Good. Thanks, Dan. We appreciate it. Looking forward to bowl season, which is starting very soon for all of the football teams. Things are going to be hot. And both the Gophers and Illini are involved. Can't wait to talk about the line in probably a couple weeks. And can't wait for the Illini to cover the Michigan Hoops game tomorrow night. This has been another rousing segment of Big Ten Minute. See you next segment. Jawan Howard.
Oh, another electric intro to Gray Balls this week. I wish our play was as electric as the song, but maybe not. So, Bill, why don't you give us a quick recap of what happened last week, and I'm going to go ahead and throw up. Yeah, unfortunately, the Gray Balls are now 1-3 and three after a 37-25 to 25 loss to Creative DJs. Uh, did you see any creative DJs on that other team? Anybody you might assume would be hot with the music? No, no, none of them DJs or creative in any way. Yeah, I agree. Uh, our only win this year is against the Owen four torn Achilles. Um, we are playing this week, old dirty ballers. They are three and one. Our schedule is about to get very difficult and, uh, we are tied for, 10th in the league i want to say at one and three not not great but kind of where we want to be so we are averaging 33 points a game not great also uh old dirty ballers are averaging 79 points per game in their sport wow so vegas uh just saw the line uh we are plus 29 and a half going into uh wednesday night um which way would you go dan i say the line again i'm sorry 29 and a half, uh, plus 29 and a half gray balls. Yeah, that's what what do you think? I think I'm obligated to take the gray balls, but that doesn't feel right at all. I've seen this old dirty bastards. What are they? What are they? Old dirty ballers. Old dirty ballers. Yeah. Um, I think I would be one of the shortest people on their team, and I'm not a very short man. So I'm, you know what? Fred scheduling the game nine o'clock. Get the fuck out of here. It feels like we've had a lot of late games. Like I'm an old man. Well, it's a 35 and older league, so I'm not going to get any sympathy there, but I don't want to show up at nine o'clock and get our ass kicked by old dirty bitches or whatever they're called. So uh, I'm going to take the gray balls though. Why not? Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. Uh, no, I definitely like us. I'm pounding uh, us. I did not see an over under line, which is probably for the best. Um, I think so. We, we talked a few strategic changes when we were at Walnuts after uh, last week's loss. Um, it sounds like we're going to go even more three heavy. Uh, from outside the arc, which is great because we're shooting 2% from three, including myself. I think I'm I'm firmly at or around that 2%. Um, I think we're going to slow the ball down a bit, a little four corners, a little, little Dean Smith four corners, North Carolina offense back in the day, right? Um, yep. Yeah, I, I think these are the right moves. How about, how about you, Dan? I think we get up as many shots as early and as often as possible, so... As much as I like slowing it down, I think we just run and gun, even though we can't fast break, but just hoist up a three. You got the ball across in half court, just ho- just fire it up. Why not? Just put it Who up. Cares? Put it up. Who cares? But Yeah. Rick Fieldsman wanted to throw in a couple of trick plays, so I'm curious to see what he draws up on the sideline for trick basketball plays. Like the flying V? What What possible trick plays could we run with a bunch of old ass dudes it's gonna be great uh i think the the mvp from last week i would say uh is black lightning right paul he was he was awesome he had some sweet moves toward the hoop um he looked great he looked fresh his knees looked very healthy uh i so that's my mvp i don't know if you have an opinion dan 
I nope. Yep, I do. I think I was oh for eight at least. That could be I could be generous my direction on that. I did not make a field goal. I scored had a couple cheap points on fouls. I'm still upset about that. But yeah, uh Paul Paul he carried us and was he was entertaining us as well. And I want to say give an apology to the uh children of Gray Balls because I had a lot of very foul language in front of you. And please don't tell your mothers because I'd like to actually stay on this team. So thank you. Because I'm sure all those children listen to Zero Doinks. <laughs> yeah, if they do, they've heard much worse. Uh, that's, that is for sure. Maybe a hard C that has gone down. <laughs> Oh, Multiple man, episodes. Two hard days. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, the refs did not do us any favors during our uh, 12 point loss to creative DJs last week. I think we had 25 plus team fouls and they had five. Is that yeah, accurate? That it, yeah. So everything's rigged against us is kind of my point here. Yeah, I think that's a, the only reason we lost. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it has nothing to do with us is. shooting under 10% from three point land, but no, uh, no definitely the officiating. Yep. The, uh, the bottom line though, is the hams tasted amazing at walnuts. We are also inching ever closer to getting a sponsorship w- with which we would say the actual real bars name. It's not happening yet though. They kept the hams cold and plentiful. That's the highlight from last Wednesday. Hopefully things continue the rest of the year. Dan, any parting words for gray balls? Uh, no, but I want it uh, somewhat unrelated. I saw Andrew WK's doing a New Year's Eve show coming up in the area. Maybe completely unrelated, but yeah, gray balls as a team building trip to see Andrew WK in person. Yeah, somewhere. I, I Chicagoland area. In Chicago, yeah. Uh, on New Year's Eve, actual New Year's Eve. Yeah. Uh, I did see that too, and I thought, huh, that confirms something that might be completely unrelated to Gray Balls. He lives in the western suburbs. <laughs> That's the assumption. Andrew, join us at Walnuts. You may or may not know our full schedule. We're open to it, but the rosters have been cut off by Fred. He could he could come this week and I think slide in, right? He could. And you know what? I made this I, I I said this over the text chain. If they're checking IDs to double check who's on the roster and who's not, they are not concerned with gray balls. They don't give a shit who we run out there, because if we pull out someone who's a ringer, they're gonna know, stick out immediately on fucking gray balls. So that 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 email that went out was for old dirty bastards or whatever the fuck they're called and teams that act, are actually going to win it all. Yeah. Well, no, we're going to win the consolation championship. So I think Fred is going to have both of his eyeballs firmly on our roster. Things are going to get hot this week. We're going to start shooting the second we cross the half court line. Davey, no behavior. You're listening. You're going to be shooting and you're going to be making. We are going to upset old dirty dingleberries tomorrow night live in the western suburbs of Chicago. This has been Gray Balls. See you next time. Andrew WK. Last Christmas, I gave my heart, but the very next day, you gave it away. This year, similar to you.
Come and see I get with the someone who's special, special. It's see me after class. This week's spotlight shines on Mike Mulligan. A staple. Yes. <laughs> see me after class. My friends don't even know who you are. My friends don't even know who you are. My friends don't even see me after class. This is see me after class. I won't, David. I won't. Shit stirring troll. A passive-aggressive tweeter and just a complete weird. See me after class! Oh, baby. We're at my favorite part every week when it's red hot off the presses, podcast presses. America's been waiting for it. Green Bay has been waiting for it. Chicago's been waiting for it. Andrew WK has been waiting for it. This is see me after class smack me in the face bill go ahead i'm gonna try dan thank you so much for yet another warm welcome into your trust tree i absolutely appreciate it today's spotlight comes back locally for the first time in a while and it shines on lawrence don't call me larry holmes Oh, Lawrence been has been a member. Yes, yes, you have. Yes, you have. I'm excited for you here, Dan. I really am. Yes. All right. Lawrence has been a member of the score 670 since working with Les Grobstein in 1998, and he's hosted a handful of shows over the years, mostly during late night hours. In March of 2019, Holmes was promoted to early afternoons with a 12 to 2 p.m. show that allowed him to no longer be preempted by exciting Notre Dame basketball. Now, I want to be clear here. Lawrence doesn't seem like a bad guy at all. He seems smart, and he's clearly busted his ass for many years to rise the ranks in a largely white and fat industry. And there's a lot to be said for that. However, he is in the smack crosshairs today, because there is no excuse to be as show-offy and self-fellatio-y as he tends to be. Now, if you've ever listened to Lawrence, and I mean really listened to Lawrence, you would hear what I hear, which is someone who probably keeps a mirror on his ceiling so he can watch himself badger the witness while watching anime of nude puppets. Here's an example. On December 5th of this year, 2019, the year of our Lord, Lawrence had Chicago Sun-Times Bears beat reporter Jason Laser, haven't really heard of him, on as a guest. Holmes was describing his home office to Jason, and he told him that that's where he has his diplomas hanging up, as well as newspaper articles about himself and his own bobblehead. Now, it's probably not terribly uncommon to have your diplomas in your home office, I guess. But then Lawrence told Jason that Jason could call him Professor Holmes. And he was only half joking, as it offered Lawrence an excuse to talk about he's a professor adjunct at DePaul, where he teaches broadcasting. And I assume he also teaches how to ignore pronouncing the letter H. Lawrence says, human and Huge a lot. Come on, Larry. It's a ham sandwich, not an am sandwich, you self-aggrandizing, Comic-Con-licking bastard. If, like me, you've spent any time trolling Lawrence's Twitter handle, you've come to know that he recently got an online graduate degree from the University of Alabama. 
he gets a little touchy when you call it an online degree, so much so that he dedicated a full episode of Loho Daily, one of his four podcasts, that seems excessive, to explaining why he is now a huge Alabama football fan. Let's take a dip into that podcast episode, which I transcribed some notes so you, our loyal Zero Doinks listener, don't have to. Now, these are all quotes. Just bear with me and you'll understand where I'm going here and why I get irked with the tooting of his own wet horn. Quote, I studied the last two years studying. Pardon me. I spent the last two years studying at the University of Alabama getting a master degree. I didn't just get an online degree. I actually spent a lot of time on campus. I'm still debating whether or not I'm going to invest in getting a PhD. The goal is to be Dr. Holmes before I'm 50. I didn't want to go to DePaul graduate school and take classes with my students, even though I could have taken those classes for free. It came down to Alabama versus Arizona State. When I was an undergrad at DePaul, there wasn't a football team, and I had my choices between places where there were football teams, like Illinois or Michigan or even Yale. I filled out my application for Alabama, and from that point on, they reached out to me. I feel like I was recruited. Maybe it's because I have 70,000 followers on Twitter and because I have a platform in Chicago, so they want me to be one of their alums. They invited me and said, you should come to orientation. I'm ripping a page and going to page two. I wanted to be part of their community. They went out of their way, and I don't know if it was just for me. They sent me a University of Alabama zip drive and a welcome letter from the president of the university. Alabama reached out, and it was simple little stuff like hearing from the department chair, Dr. Roberts. He's someone I adore. Okay, I have to stop here because I'm getting nauseous, and I'm sure you are too, Zero Doinks listeners, because this is disgusting. Now, I encourage you to look at Lawrence's Twitter feed from May of 2019. Among almost 10 tweets talking about his graduation from Alabama, there's a picture of Lawrence with his arm around that aforementioned Dr. Christopher Roberts. In the Twitter post, Lawrence again notes how Alabama made a run at him as if he was a five-star running back. Saying about Dr. Roberts, quote, he saw my application two years ago and basically recruited me, unquote. Now, when you look at the picture on Lawrence's feed, and if you're honest with yourself like we all should be, you will conclude that the look on Dr. Roberts' face screams, I have no idea who this strange person is and why his arm is around me. Get him out of here! I couldn't help but chuckle when I read Cleo McDowell's response on Twitter at Drewby31428419 when he replied, quote, You are very important, Lawrence. Did you graduate this weekend? Unquote. God damn it. I love it. Cleo McDowell. I want to be friends with you so bad. All right. Now look, (laughs) Lawrence, I'm glad you get excited when you receive a form letter from an online college. I'm excited that you think that Alabama was recruiting you at all, much less that you could end up becoming a free marketing tool for them to get more alums, as you called them. By the way, Larry, it's called alumni, you PhD humping bastard. It didn't surprise me that Holmes already has an alumni feature in the Bama by Distance online magazine. 
What a shocker there. In this article, Lawrence boasted of having almost 300,000 downloads for his House of L podcast in less than a year. Now, look, those are good numbers, but I hate to break it to you, Lawrence. Those numbers are not because people want to listen to you. It's because you were able to book entertaining guests such as Peanut Tillman, Tom Thayer, Pat Hughes, and others. But you know what, Lawrence? I'm happy that you now own a bunch of Alabama gear, and now you feel that you can mumble, roll damn tide, as if you're part of a football-obsessed community. Since on the same podcast episode, you said, quote, your fandom has been compromised due to your job, unquote. Shut up, Lawrence. I'm glad that you found an outlet that jumping on the bandwagon of a team that has won five of the last 10 national championships, you can ride that bandwagon so hot and wet on Nick Saban's Never mind. And I can almost imagine that your new Bama sweatshirts will match perfectly with all your Warriors hats and New England Patriots underpants. Your enthusiasm for your online graduate degree is infectious. In fact, Bama by distance might have just received an inquiry from one Ron Doinks to see if his experience applying for the University of Alabama Journalism Graduate School would be the same as you received. I mean, who wouldn't want to jump on the opportunity to wrap their arms around Dr. Christopher Roberts in a Tuscaloosa fieldhouse? Lawrence, you're a hard worker, but you annoy me because you want to remind everyone how hard you work. You're accomplished in your role, but you annoy me because you love reminding everyone of of such things as having your own agent. And Lawrence, you're smart, but you annoy me because you come across very braggy about your degrees and your professorial role at your undergrad alma mater. Look, Lawrence, your guests are good. You seem to be pretty solid at asking questions, and your show is one of the only places that I can find consistent White Sox talk on the AM dial. But just chill out, man, and you'd be a much better listen. If you relax the brag muscle, I might even listen to one of your 900 podcasts. But until that happens, Lawrence Holmes, see me after class. My fandom of Alabama football roll damn tide. I have three quick questions for you, loyal Zero Doinks listener. Number one, do you like listening to our show? Number two, do you like to drink and eat? And number three, how would you like to combine the first two while supporting Dan and Bill Doinks. Well, first, before the next Zero Doinks episode comes out, consider using something other than your current podcast app. Give Stitcher a shot. Go to stitcher.com backslash premium and enter promo code DOINKS to get one month of free listening to many shows, including ours, plus premium shows such as The Fantasy Footballers. Secondly, since you just told me that you like to drink and eat, Why not have someone deliver your favorite snacks and booze from a Chicagoland store such as Binnie's or Mariano's? With our partnership with Instacart, we can hook you up with 14 days of free delivery. Simply visit ZeroDoinks.com and click on the Instacart graphic located between our animated heads to start saving both money and time. Speaking of money, if you, our loyal listener, sign up with Stitcher and or Instacart, you will be not only improving your own life, 
but you'll also be ensuring that Dan and I can put some actual cash back into the production of Zero Doinks so the show can both continue to exist and thrive. Thank you, and we love you. All right, let's wrap it up here. William Loinks, uh, beautiful smack. I hate Larry so much. And hey, here's a free tip. If you want to trigger Lawrence Holmes online, call him Larry and then accuse him of being thirsty at at tweeting at uh, good looking ladies. That's another one. Those are free ones from me because I've had engagement with them that has been very negative. And he hasn't enjoyed it. He hasn't blocked me, though, which I give him respect for. Okay, anyway. All right, Bill. uh, First off, I want to say thank you to Hams. I don't have an ad this week, but uh, I was hoping Hams would sponsor our trip to Green Bay, but that hasn't happened yet. But we'll wear our Hams gear, maybe. So thank you for the gear. Thank you, Hams. I love you. You're beautiful. Uh, Okay, Bill, got a few questions for you. First off, do you know what a fib is? Is it when you lie to somebody? It normally is. But if you're in Wisconsin, if you're from Wisconsin, you uh, and I found this out when I was going to school in Minnesota, they said, oh, you're a fib. You're a fucking Illinois bastard. Have you never heard that? No, never heard in my life. Oh, that's a very common thing. They refer to Illinois people as fibs. Fucking Mm. Illinois bastard. I think that seems weird. Yeah, I think they're upset that we uh, drive at a pro at a like an an appropriate speed. Um, we provide them with a lot of income because we're summering in Wisconsin. Uh, we're buying their beer and their stupid cheese curds. I'm sorry, I, I love the cheese curds. I'm a fat guy, so I'm sorry about that one. Uh, but yeah, surprised you've never heard that. What if no? That's a very I've common never- thing. Wow, no, I I feel enlightened right now and and a little bit angry because you know what? We are gracing your state on Sunday. If if I get called a fib, I am going to be so angry. I'm not going to do anything about it. I'll probably just talk (laughs) some shit about it. But uh, that's interesting. Now, my ears are going to be ringing for fibs. Yeah, you're a fib and I'm proud to be a fib. Uh, Okay, the the other one is... um, you know, they also call uh, water fountains bubblers. Have you ever heard that one? They call nope. it bubbler. Ugh, grow up. A bubbler. What are we, fucking children? We're just catching bubbles with our mouth? I'm just thirsty. Just give me some goddamn water, you non-fibs. Uh, okay, <laughs> here's the last one I got. We're going. We're leaving early as shit on Sunday. What's your go-to road trip snack? Oh, man. Um, You've known me for many a year. Uh, In fact, you and Rory Doinks, I think, uh, coined the phrase snack bandit for my uh, for my habits in college where I would I would uh, after the bars have myself many a snack, uh, you know, the actual food, not a not a hot looking lady um and you open a bag of nachos or doritos you don't really open a bag of nachos anywho and then i would i'd eat like half of it and i'd leave it on the couch and just go to sleep so that was i was a snack bandit anywho long story short i love goldfish i love anything i love anything processed cheese i'll be honest 
and it's not great for the digestive system and for any of us. But I, I, that's, that's my go-to. I, I would go like, okay, if I had to pick one, it would be, um, uh, it would be combos. It'd be combos, pretzel on the outside, cheese on the inside. What say you? That probably is uh, related to your ass cancer, the uh, processed cheese. Um, I'm a, I'm a big bugles guy. Is that a weird thing? I, li- I like. It's a little bit weird. I wouldn't. I. It's only a road trip thing. Like I've. I don't think I've ever eaten bugles outside of a car. Like you buy them in a gas station. I would never eat them like just sitting in my on my couch in my house. Maybe same for combos. I don't, yeah. I don't know that I've ever yeah. eaten combos outside of a car. Same. No, I, I think I'm the same way. Uh, do you like jerky? You big jerky guy? Yeah, but I feel like I could get involved in some jerky and then I've, I'll eat the whole package and then I've got some digestive issues, which isn't ideal for a road trip. Yeah, and we had talked, speaking of such things, kind of, uh, we had talked about our options to get in Green Bay and and I jokingly said to you, hey, there's a uh, there's a bar in Chicago that is offering three hundred dollars for a, oh, a yeah. ticket and a bus and a, a bus transportation. And you immediately looked like you were going to vomit. And you said, basically, my my bladder can't take it. I'm in a pan. Like you look like you were in a you were a sweaty mess just thinking about it. I'm a very skittish uh, transportation guy as it relates to needing to throw urine at any moment. So buses scare me. Bus trips. When I, growing up in central Illinois, there were a lot of bus trips to Cubs games. And that was always an issue because it was like a fucking school bus. So if I'm pounding beers on a school bus, I'm screwed big time. And I'm not so much even going up, but coming back, big time problems. So, yeah, no, that doesn't sound appealing to me at all. So how many? This will be our second road trip together. We took one to Des Moines, Iowa once actually for a a wedding. I don't remember how many bathroom stops you had to make on that (laughs) trip, but how many should I expect to and from Green Bay this Sunday? Well, you and I both have some late nights lined up for Saturday night. So that could be, I don't know, man, it could be a couple. Um, I'd say two. Okay. Not bad. I'll, I'll try to yeah. space it out. Are you a, a pee in the bottle guy in the car? I've done it. I've definitely done it. Um, in college, uh, we we thought we were closer to the Peoria Casino than we were. And in Champaign, we went late night once. And, Paradise. Uh, we, yeah, yeah. We all had to desperately go to the bathroom, but there was there was nary a, a local bathroom on what it was at 50 I 57. I don't even know what it was. And, uh, we all put our John 75. Okay. We all put our Johnson's 74. 74. (laughs) We all put our Johnson's outside of the window and just let urine fly on the highway. That's the only time I've ever done that. I was 21. I apologize. I think, uh, do I, that did not seem sincere. No, I didn't seem sincere at all. That had to have been a fucking mess. Jesus. It was weird. It was weird. It was, we had a sober driver and a bunch of drunk people in the car. It, it was a weird experience. And we got there like it, 
I feel like three in the morning and I think it was closed for an hour to clean it. And then, and then I immediately lost a hundred dollars playing blackjack in like 30 seconds. Okay. Like, why am I in Peoria? This sucks. See, I will ask to just pull over on the highway. Just I'll, I'm pretty good. Sneaky peeing in alleys and, Anywhere I could have neighbors yards. If you live around me, I'm sorry. I, I've probably peed in your yard for no reason at all. Uh, but I know I'm not a pee in the bottle guy. Actually, fairly recently I was on um, 88 and I had to pull over uh, not far from my house, but wasn't going to make it home. And I peed pretty wow. much right on 88. So you're welcome, fellow drivers, for seeing my privates. I'm sure Ronald Reagan would be thrilled that he's named after that highway after all of the urine that you that you threw. Um, is the pee in the bottle a stage fright issue? Or are you afraid that you're going to overflow the bottle? What's your deal? I'm just afraid I'm going to get it in in the car. Yeah, it's more of a spray issue, more so than anything. So, and I want to be respectful because if I'm wait, do you pee? Do you drive and pee? Like, are you the driver? You're the passenger, right? So I'm probably not in my car. So if I'm peeing in a bottle, I'm afraid I'm going to piss all over someone's car. And then that's a whole nother issue. I'm too old to be doing that shit anyway. Yeah, that's fair. Although I do, I feel like something weird's going to happen on the way back from Green Bay involving your bladder and can't wait to dox you next yeah, week. That's fine. That's fine. I, I've, I've heard all the jokes. It's the, it's. It's nonstop. Beasles made fun of me for it. My wife has made fun of me for it. My children will make fun of me for it. So I don't care. I got to go. I got to go. Sounds that's incredible. I know you'd be such a road trip liability. I'm starting to rethink this road trip big time. Just kidding. I cannot wait yes. to go to Green Bay, Wisconsin this Sunday and see the Bears jump to eight and six and that much closer to the number six seed and a ticket to Miami for the Super Bowl. It's going to be awesome. It is going to be hot. I can't wait. I'm buying in 100%. I'm ready to be heard, but I don't think I'm going to be. Dan, cannot wait to join you on this journey. Yes, let's do it, Bill. Let's leave early as shit and get our asses tailgating can't wait to see you brother dave that's right dave thanks for listening i'm sure you're all over this wondering what the latest is with gray balls we appreciate you dan dave uh, dan and dan i appreciate you uh we also appreciate our new listener in helsinki finland uh, thank you for joining us uh hopefully that's going well for you after the last episode and that you jump into episode 20 as well uh, also quick credit the opening song, I want to give credit to a band called Fourth and Inches for the song that I swiped off of YouTube. Um, it's, yeah, anyway, just want to give proper credit where it's due. Thank you so much. Love you, Dan. Episode 20 in the books. Can't wait for 21. Our girl's going to be allowed to drink. Go Bears. See you next week. Or a surprise episode on Sunday. We'll see. Zerdogs!
this side of the stadium. Win, win, win. Don't let those Packers get to you. Don't change your mind on your teams. You can like both, but you know Bears are better.